Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Uncomfortable, Cliff. That's what I am this morning. You're uncomfortable? Very uncomfortable. Uh, you mean physically? Yes. Like your pants are too tight or what? Well, you're close. It's my shirt. Your shirt is too tight? No. Okay. You see, as you well know, Cliff, I yeah. rarely tuck a shirt in. I can't stand that. Uh, yeah. And today I grabbed a shirt for some reason that is so long it hangs down to my knees <laughs> and looks like I have no legs whenever I'm walking around. It's like you're wearing a dress. Exactly. So Dress with pants. For me to try to tuck this shirt in, yeah. I guess because I'm not used to doing it, it takes me like five minutes or more. To get to, the <laughs> to get per- it all tucked in. To get it all perfect and then pulled back out just right. And I still don't have it quite right. Sometimes when I move around, yeah, it feels like my shirt is pulling me into my pants. I can't quite get it <laughs> exactly right there. <laughs> this shirt is driving me nuts. Why did I pick this stupid thing? I, I, I don't know, frankly. I'm going to have to put a marker on this or something. Never to- <laughs> so you just you could just throw it away. I mean, you could donate it or something. Yeah, I won't throw it away. I wear it until it's bare. Well, that okay. sounds bad, but I mean, I just <laughs> wear it a long time. <laughs> but this pulling me into my pants thing has got to stop, Cliff. It's, yeah. it's yeah. uncomfortable. It used to be a thing called like a barefoot cruise, which was basically a sailing vessel. And they had like, I don't know, 25, 30 people on them. Something like that would be fun. Like way out in the ocean? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, well, I, I, oh, I think I can take a reason or two. Why not, Cliff? It's called sharks. water, and you can't breathe it. Water, yeah. yes. Oh, and sharks. Well, Cliff, I pretty well gave up on ever winning the lottery. For some yeah. strange reason, for yeah. many, many years, I've had this feeling that yeah. when it got to $350 million, I would be the winner. And I can, I don't know why. I just okay. feel that way. Yeah. And um, yeah. it's never worked out that way. And as time goes on, I feel like I'm running out of time of ever doing it. <laughs> so I'm going to have to scale back what I consider being rich. And oh, okay. I went from $350 million. Yeah. And boy, the fun I could have with that. But oh, anyway, yeah. I've scaled it back to right now, Cliff. Yeah. I would feel rich. If mm-hmm. I ever owned a house or a condo, that while using the bathroom, I still couldn't touch the doorknob that leads into it. <laughs> you would consider yourself rich. I would consider myself rich. Okay. A friend of mine yeah, showed me his house he just bought on Upper Mount Vernon Road. All right. He has in his bedroom mm-hmm. a shower that has two shower heads on it spaced feet apart, Cliff. Yeah. And a seat that sets in there that's made into the wall. I literally went and sat down and almost wept, thinking this would be wonderful. <laughs> Instead of a bathroom so small you can touch the door while you're using it. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> well, Cliff, with all the COVID cases seeming to go yeah. higher and higher and on the rise throughout the area here, especially yeah. in southern Indiana... Mm-hmm. I did a little research last night, and I found out from the medical experts 
I'm not making this up. This is from the experts. <laughs> okay. Kissing someone on the cheek makes yeah. you less likely to get sick than actually shaking their hand. <laughs> so their uh, cheeks are cleaner than their hands. That's right. So you okay. can kiss someone on the cheek and be uh, fairly safe, shaking their hands. Okay. You're in the danger zone. So our good friend <laughs> Ralph, the truck driver, is going to be in yeah. for a shock the next time I run into him here at Country 981. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff? Yes? All I was trying to do in our last conversation yeah. was trying to be safe in this COVID world. Agreed. And... Ralph doesn't look at it that way at all. Well, he doesn't. The huh? text message he sent in has been yeah. rather hurtful, Cliff, to be honest with you. I thought we were better friends than that. <laughs> you said you were going to kiss him on the cheek because yes. it's safer than shaking hands. Right. I'm just trying to do the right thing, Cliff. That's all I'm yeah. doing. With the Suffolk Coast in England, one of those idyllic spots that you might see in the movies. Beautiful, rocky coastlines, ancient castles wildlife refuges, and a wide-sweeping river that collects the land's waters for the ocean to drink in. But the area northeast of London, marred in recent days by this incident as reported by the Suffolk Rural Police. That agency reported on social media Sunday that they're investigating the incident along the banks of the river Orwell, with the evidence clearly left behind at the scene of the crime. As a dog owner, apparently cleaned up after their pet took a poop, but then left the plastic bag containing the feces alongside the park trail. In a statement, investigators spoke directly to the offender on social media, saying there must be something wrong with your dog if the poop is so heavy that it's impossible to carry out. It's a big dog, Cliff. That's right. It's a, <laughs> it's a malmute right there. That's got to be. That's right. Okay. In my defense here this morning, Cliff, yeah. I was just trying to explain to our wonderful 11 listeners yes. how they could safely and friendly greet <laughs> one another during this COVID situation that we're all going through yes. right now. Because scientists have shown that it's uh, safer as far as the possibility of transmitting the virus back and forth. It's safer to kiss someone on the cheek than it is to shake their hand. And now, since I mentioned yeah. that, yeah. Ralph is hammering us by text message, all upset. Yeah. I received a private message from one of our Facebook friends that, let's yeah. just say, that message turned dark soon after it oh, started. Did. Yes. Oh, it did. Oh, yes, it no. did. Very dark. Oh, no. And then Nick from Altwell, who was kind enough to bring both of us a piece of cheesecake Friday, yes. called in during the 8 o'clock news with this, Cliff. Yeah. Morning, Wheaton Cliff. Nick Motwell checking in. Weed, I am so glad that you had this conversation and idea there today rather than Friday when I brought you that cheesecake. Like he thought I would kiss him on the cheek. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd rather have the germs. I think I would too. <laughs> that there are enough bad things that are here already. Like that uh, that cow killer thing the uh, ant the red velvet ant you know yes it, uh, allegedly the sting is bad enough that you would want to cut your arm off if you got stung on your arm and and it's that time of year when the yellow jackets are in play now i don't know how many people are exposed to yellow jackets but i can tell you from personal exp 
my own personal near-death experience that yellow jackets are not pleasant at all. They're angry little insects that can and will sting you repeatedly just because they want to. They make their nest in the ground. Can and, you see uh, the nest? Well, it's just a little hole in the ground. Really, usually, usually there's grass over it. And so most of the time people find them by mowing over the, uh, the hole. Oh. And uh, you know those, uh, sometimes you get those uh, blades that have the, the high suction or whatever, like if you're going to like use a bagger. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that sucks them all out of the ground, and it makes them very angry. Well, I would be angry too. <laughs> yeah. And they can and will sting you until you basically go away. Now, when I was a teenager, I got stung 10 times, and I had an allergic reaction and had to go to the emergency room. Yesterday, my father got stung once <laughs> with the same thing. He was mowing the grass, and he accidentally ran over the yellow jacket's nest, and one came out and goes, Don't ever do that again. <laughs> did he learn his lesson? Apparently, he did. Although I would maintain, if he only got stung once, you didn't make him mad enough. <laughs> that's true. He wasn't really trying, was he? Yeah, that's right. And, and so my mom, we frequently stay up to date on what's going on. My mom texted me and said that he, uh, you know, your father is old. He doesn't move very fast, but he did then. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my mom that he's probably going to hurt more from the moving fast than he is from the sting. <laughs> I would say that's true, yes. Although, when I, you know, you, you have those, uh, those typo things, you know, autocorrect fails. I had an autocorrect fail because when I wrote that, I said that he'll probably hurt more from that than the sexting. <laughs> 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 I accused my father of sexting. And now I've got that in my head. Good grief. <laughs> I'd rather kiss Ralph than listen to that. <laughs> well, Cliff, your story about your dad being viciously attacked by yellow jackets yeah. has well, upset. Yellow, yellow jacket. Yes. One. Yeah, there was one. Well, that story has um, upset one of yeah. our wonderful 11 listeners. Upset well, it, enough well, that is, they uh, would call in about it, Cliff. Oh, oh, yes. okay. And this is what they have to say to you. Okay. Cliff, I want my cheesecake back. He wants his cheesecake back, Cliff. <laughs> well. After hearing that story. What, I mean, what? He wants his cheesecake back. I don't understand why he would be upset. Did I frighten him with a stinging insect story? No, I think it was your dad part when you were texting him. When I said something about my dad was sexting. <laughs> uh, yes. And that leads me to this question, Cliff. This autocorrect okay. you speak of. You're the technological yeah. wizard here at Country 98.1. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, yes. How exactly does... Uh, auto-correcting work. I'm not real sure how this works. <laughs> Does it uh, yeah. somehow just randomly pick out stuff to throw in there that they think you're texting? Or is it because you've texted the word before and it's learned that word and throws it in there thinking that's the word you mean? Uh, I, I think it's kind of a... It's, it's more the second one. It sees what you have typed and tries to predict what word you are typing based on what you've typed. Uh. <laughs> so at some point in time on yeah. your phone, Cliff Ingram, yeah. you've typed the word sexting. sexting. Yeah, that's A right. word I've never even written in my life 
and you're typing it into your phone. Is that what you're yeah. trying to tell me? Yeah, that's the that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's going to be 86 today. I shouldn't even ask that. I'm a little bit nauseous now, but that's okay. <laughs> I read this morning, Cliff. This is pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, very impressive. Okay. It's a hundred-year-old woman, and she's yeah. officially the world's oldest power lifter in the world. <laughs> And she okay. just competed in a nationwide competition. Okay. That's impressive, Cliff, being a yep. hundred and being able to be a power lifter. Yeah. I'm wondering, you know, they always have announcers at these things and they always tell you what they're mm-hmm. getting ready to do and the weight and all of that. Yeah. Do you think he has to whisper at some point in time during the uh, competition? You know, eventually they'll get to this and he'll have to say something like, and now it's time for the deadlift. Just so he doesn't scare her, you know. He wouldn't want to scare her now, would he? No, no. <laughs> okay, that oh, at the end. Wow. Yes, that little slice at the end lets you know okay, that it's so, over. So the pressure is on because I can hear my heart beating while that's counting down. Now, was that too loud or was it not loud enough, Cliff? No, well, I'm, it seemed okay to me. Okay, the, well guillotine at the end was a bit harsh. Well, it was a bit harsh, but that lets you know that it's over with because... Time now for Take It to the Bank. I mentioned, Cliff, not true to seed a little bit earlier this morning. Yes. And uh, that's what apples are. They are not true to seed, which means the seeds from any particular variety of apple will not necessarily grow to be the same variety. So if you plant seeds of a red delicious apple that you've been eating, there's a good chance you're not going to get red delicious apples whenever they grow. I didn't think that was even possible. Had you ever thought that, Cliff? Well, I mean, I've kind of experienced that, but not with a fruit tree. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of people have uh, Japanese maples in their yard. <laughs> okay. And so I've always thought they were cool, so I bought one and I planted it. And it's got the little purpley leaves on it that's really cool. Um, and then this, uh, this year it started to grow some really weird green looking leaves. <laughs> it's like, it's a different tree all of a sudden. And, um, the little purpley ones are still down there, but they're overtaken by these green leaves. And so I did a bit of research and found that it's, it's the same thing. It's really not a Japanese maple. Isn't like a real tree. It's like a graft with, of an old style maple with this purpley leaf part grafted into the stem of the of the real tree. And if the real tree takes over, well, it's gone. So that's what's happened to my Japanese maple. It's the same thing. Well, I thought it was like watermelons. If I cut a watermelon open, Cliff, yeah. and I start planting the seeds, I'm not expecting peas or carrots yeah. to come up. You know what I'm saying? I expect a watermelon <laughs> well, I to don't come think out of the ground. Be, it's not going to be peas or carrots. Well, I'm just saying it's not true to seed. You don't know what you're going to get. But anyway, all of that you can take straight to the bank on the Morning Road Show. Well, Cliff, this is better than a lazy boy. I know that's almost sacrilegious to say. (laughs) Yeah, pretty well it is. But I've ordered it, and it should be here today at Country 98.1, and it's going to make my life so much easier here. What's what's that? Well, I can't tell you. I'll take a picture of it if it gets here in time before I leave. If not, tomorrow morning. And then I'll post it on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning. This, my friend, is awesome. This may draw you back into the Country 98.1 studio. I think so, Cliff. Did you get two? No, I only got one. (laughs) 
we we could share, I guess, or borrow or something. Well, Cliff, okay. was there anything said today? Morning roadshow phrases of the day. There's a tie for number three, three A. It feels like my shirt is pulling me into my pants. <laughs> Still does too. Yeah, three B. I accuse my father of sexting. <laughs> I may regret that later. I already do. <laughs> Number two, the poop is so heavy, it's impossible to carry. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, the guillotine at the end was a bit harsh. <laughs> I kind of like it, though, Cliff, to be honest with well, you. I mean, it, it, I, I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it was harsh. <laughs> it lets you know it's over. <laughs> That's right. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, Go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.